Good day, and welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, your host, and as always, I'm glad you've chosen to join us. So you might have noticed some pretty big changes recently at Michigan Secretary of State branch offices. The days of walking in, getting your number, and waiting hours and hours in some cases for your turn are over, at least for now. Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson has decided that branch offices will now be appointment only, at least for the vast majority of customers. Now, Republicans in Lansing are pretty angry about all this. They're saying people are now waiting weeks or months before they can sign up for one of these appointments. The GOP is trying to pressure Benson to end this appointment system. And in response, the Secretary of State says she's adding 350,000 appointment slots. Uh, Those offices are freeing up those slots by reducing the expected appointment times by half, from 20 minutes to 10 minutes. Here to talk about what is going on with branch offices and the way that we interact with the Secretary of State in Michigan is Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson. Jocelyn, welcome back to Detroit Today. Good morning. Hi, thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Okay, so let's first talk about uh, why you feel it's necessary to go to an only or an appointment only uh, system. And I guess also I'm curious as to why you think that might serve Michiganders better. Well, uh, thanks for having me back. And I think what we're trying to do is is recognize that the, the past model of doing things where you simply come in and take a number and wait, wait uh, sometimes for hours uh, to be served really wasn't working. I mean, staff who've worked at the department for decades actually recommended a lot of these changes to make our services more convenient for the people of Michigan. Uh, one of the biggest things we did was steadily enable more people to be able to do their business with the state without having to go to a branch office to make more services available from home or grocery stores and make office visits when required quick and efficient. And the way we do that on the latter part is um, by simply just asking people to let us know ahead of time when they're planning to come. And by doing that, we'll be able to be prepared to ensure they can be seen right away and they'll be able to be prepared with all the documents they need. Now, a lot of these changes have been challenging to implement in this moment because the legislature has made past decisions not just to cut our budget to um, ultimately require over the past several decades 50% of offices to be closed and 46% of our of our staff to, to be laid off. This has happened over the course of the past several decades but also uh, refuse to um, you know, uh, respond to our request to, uh, among other things, invest in our offices now to enable us to be open later, to hire more staff, to work through the backlog created by the pandemic. Uh, but the bottom line is we found this model to be much more efficient. And this week, we're also phasing in greeters. Those greeters will be in place in dozens of offices, including every office throughout Southeast Michigan. And that enables people to walk up to be seen by someone, and that person will either assist them with being seen right away if there's a slot available or scheduling a time to return at a time that's convenient for them so they can be seen right away at that point. Hmm. So so what do you say, though, to uh, people who are just having a really hard time getting these appointments? I, I hear stories about people 
waiting weeks. Some of them say they're mm-hmm. waiting months uh, to, to try to get in. That that seems worse than going to the branch. And I, I mean, I'm the first person to say it was annoying before mm-hmm. have to sit there for, you know, sometimes half the day waiting for your appointment. But it's that's that's actually better, I think, than waiting two months to get, uh, you know, uh, to, to get your driver's license renewed or, or, or something Sure, like that. yeah. A couple of things. One, in the vast majority of cases, citizens don't need to wait at all to get their driver's license renewed. We can do that online now, right? Yeah. Or at a self-service station right. at Meyer or Kroger all around uh, the city as well as vehicle plates. Now, that change just happened over the past few months uh, as we've upgraded our services to enable that. Uh, another change that has just happened that will be in place July 1st is that you now only need to go to an office every 12 years to get a photo update for your license as opposed to every eight. So the vast majority, if not all, uh, over the next uh, several years, all of our residents won't need to go to a branch office at all to renew their license. The biggest issue is title transfers when people uh, need to buy a new car and, and, and transfer their title. That's actually most of our branch transactions and also first-time appointments, or I'm sorry, first-time IDs for drivers uh, and for new drivers in particular, people just moving to the state. So we're working to find ways to prioritize those two uh, um, uh, ways in which you need to interact with the office. And what we're facing right now in this moment that makes it more difficult is a backlog that was created by past legislative changes to extend license and vehicle plate renewals to all expire at the same time. Mm. What that does is create a significant backlog, coincidentally, in our busiest month, which is June, uh, and that makes it really difficult whether you're trying to access uh, the the branch through whether it's a walk-in or an appointment. It makes it really difficult to access the offices. Uh, And so we're working and considering ways to add evening and weekend hours right now, and we've asked the legislature for the use of COVID funds to support their constituents and enabling us to do that, and also hiring more staff during this time to work through this backlog that was created by their extensions. That's that's the way that they can be most helpful to us at this point uh, as we work to uh, continue to move forward in how we develop services my vision and my hope is that we can, we've got a plan to get there, is that we can get to a point where anytime someone wants to go to a branch office, they can go online to schedule their visit ahead of time. They can call the 188 number to schedule their visit, or they can go to a branch office. If they go to a branch office and walk up to a branch office, they'll be greeted. And these are the greeters we've got in place now, and they'll either be able to be seen right away uh, if there's a spot available or schedule a time at their convenience to return whenever they can over the next few days and the next week. And then they'll be able to have their business done at the state at that time. And the last thing I'll mention is that every day at 8 a.m. and noon, every weekday, we release more appointments uh, through the phone and through to our greeters and to our online services. So we want to get to a point where uh, People can essentially, quote unquote, walk in to an office at a time that's convenient for them and they'll be seen right away. And the best way we can get there is by creating a system where people let us know in advance when they plan to show up. And that enables us to be prepared to see them right away. Mm. Uh, Why hire greeters instead of hiring more people who can actually provide services? Well, one of what, well, first of all, we'd love to hire more people to provide services. We need the funding from the legislature and able to, to do that. What's happening with that, what actually the, these, these positions are, are created by the fact that, um, we had many people throughout the pandemic 
greeting people at the front door to check their appointments. Anyone who's visited the office during the pandemic has probably seen that. What those individuals were, were trained people who could actually serve behind the counter. So we're putting them back behind the counter uh, right now to create more um, appointments uh, available as well uh, and enable them to serve more people. And then creating a, a, a new position for uh, a greeter that's um, sort of a different classification of a worker that can enable us to more easily hire people to just do that job as opposed to the full training to be a clerk. And that enables us to also ensure that someone is there to greet someone when they arrive and help them either make an appointment right there, be seen right away, or if they don't need to go to a branch office, they can be directed to a self-service station and get their transaction done right away that way. Mm. I'm talking with Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, uh, and we're talking about big changes at branch offices, uh, getting rid of the walk-in service that so many of us have uh, come to identify with the Michigan Secretary of State. You walk in, get your number, and wait your turn. Sometimes uh, that goes quickly, too many times in the past, for me at least. uh, It was a a very time-consuming exercise. Uh, uh, Benson now wants to make most of the things that you would have to go into the Secretary of State for uh, available by appointment only. Uh, There's a lot of folks who don't love that idea, who feel like that will make it even harder to get things done and that they will have longer waits, weeks or months, before they can before they can get in. We'd love to know what you you think about uh, about these changes. Call in and tell us about your recent experiences at the Secretary of State branch offices. Uh, are you using this appointment system? How did it go? Um, uh, was it better or worse or maybe about the same compared to the past visits that you've had to uh, the Secretary of State? As always, the number here on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313- Five seven seven one zero one nine. You can also go to Facebook or Twitter, put comments there, and we'll work you into the conversation. Uh, Jocelyn, before we get to to listeners, I, I want to get a sense from you of what a reasonable time is for someone to have to wait to to come into a, a Secretary of State office. What's the What's the goal in your mind? Uh, if I call to make an appointment or go online to make an appointment, how long should I have to wait? Where we're working towards is to have enough appointment slots available for people to to be able to come in later that day or the next day or the following week or any time that's convenient for them. We'd also like to be able to have more funding from the legislature to be able to have our employees work overtime so that they can have evening hours or weekend hours. And those are the types of things we need the legislature to help with. But at this moment, with the backlog, we are seeing, you know, a, a stress on the system with um, so many people needing branch office services at this particular moment. And as we get through this, by adding more slots, in fact, the, the funds we've asked for the legislature would create 500,000 more residents that we could serve. That would enable us to actually have 45,000 appointments available per day. That is more than even in our busiest times in past years, than more than the number of transactions that our offices typically have done. Hmm. So that's kind of how we're approaching this. How, how many people can we serve every day? We want to get to a point where we can have 45,000 transactions statewide every day. That's what our model is working towards. And once we get there, then we'll have more than enough um, 
times available for people to visit. And really all it then becomes is just let us know ahead of time when you want to come. It could be in an hour. It could be in four hours. It could be tomorrow. Mm. And when you do that, we'll slot you in. You'll have the ability to be seen right away and then be in and out in 20 minutes. That's where we're headed. The problem is right now, again, is this backlog and the cuts in funding that has made it harder to get to that full 45,000 a day appointments. Uh, and we're trying to continue to find ways, as we've recently done, to um, work internally to increase the number of transactions we can handle every day. But I really wish we didn't have to do it alone. And I really wish we could have the legislative support with very clear solutions that we've presented to them that would enable us to more quickly get to that 45000 per day. Mm. And that enables anyone to have, you know, we'll have more than enough um, times available for people uh, to, um, to access our offices and at, at their convenience without having to wait when they do. Mm. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number here on the phones. Call and tell us what your experience has been recently or lately with the Michigan Secretary of State with these appointment uh, based uh, uh, services that we're, that we're getting instead of the walk-up services, which uh, if you grew up in this state, uh, you are very, very familiar with. Let's, uh, let's start with Zara in Bloomfield Hills. Oh, Zara hung up there before she could get onto the air. Let's uh, go to Harold on the east side of Detroit. Harold, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I am legally blind and I don't have internet access. Hmm. So what I do? Yeah, right. That's a great, well, two a great question. Go yeah. ahead, Jocelyn. One, if you're able to, you can call 888-SOS-MICH, and over the phone, you can be assisted with whatever transaction you need. In addition to that, you are able to, if you can, go to an office, and you'll be greeted by someone, particularly um, in, the, in the southeast Michigan area. As I mentioned, we're putting greeters at all of the offices to... Um, assist people as they arrive with what their needs are and either schedule a time for you to have your transaction done or um, or enable you to be seen right away. Is that helpful, Harold? Yes, it is. My last question is, last time I went, I did the old system. We waited. I got in an argument with the person at the desk. I'm legally blind. I don't pay for my state ID, mm. and I had to get the supervisor. Mm. That person needed more training. That's really helpful feedback. Thank you. And, and um, I, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Well, we certainly, you know, one of the things we've done um, is continue to upgrade our services for our uh, citizens with, with different residents with different needs like yours. Uh, and we'll continue to improve how our staff understands the deliverance of those services. And, and what you point out, though, is, is really illustrative of the past model where we had staff under stress, overworked, and oftentimes having to work long into the evening to serve everyone uh, and uh, long after the office has been closed. And that oftentimes does create stressful environments where um, people don't receive the, the level of respect and customer service they deserve. And one of the benefits of this new system is that our, res- our staff have been given clear hours so they know exactly when, they are, when they're going to be done. And that makes has made them much more happier in their work, which is very important for delivering good customer service. Hmm. Uh, Harold, uh, really appreciate the call and the questions. Big Neo on Twitter has a question. He says, uh, once every 12 years seems a long time for a photo update. Is there a way to use facial rec- recognition for customers to update a photo online? Or is that too high a risk for identity theft? What about the idea of not yeah. having a new a new licensed photo every 12 years. We all look a little different over time. 
there's two things that I've asked the legislature for that we need the law to change to enable us to do, but I think are, are no-brainers. One is this issue. Uh, if you can remotely take a photo and mail it in for your passport uh, or to renew your passport, you should be able to do the same for a license. And so we want the legislature to create other ways in which people can upload photos into their system, we, into our system. We've got some time because as of July 1st, uh, we won't have to do any photo, new photo renewals for four years because everyone with an eight-year renewal will extend to 12 years. So that gives us some time to innovate. But I'd like us to move in that direction. And the second thing, uh, it's the sort of related but unrelated, is, is the other big transaction where people have to come into our offices right now, where in other states they don't, is title transfers. In many states, you can do a title transfer online, and that would, if we were able to move in that direction, and I've talked to some legislators about this, that significantly reduces uh, a number of people who have to come into our offices, which, again, enables us to serve more people right away when they need it, when they need that in-person transaction, and moves more people out of the office if they don't have to be there. Uh, So it's really, there are many days where I wish that we had the support and cooperation of the legislature. Uh, to make data-driven decisions and even compromises together. Unfortunately, the toxic environment right now in Lansing just isn't that, and um, and that has also really ultimately held us back from doing everything we'd like to do for the customers and the citizens of the state. Hmm. Uh, again, big, big Neo, thanks for the comments online. Let's go to San- Sandra in Detroit. Sandra, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Well, I simply wanted to call to say that I went into the Secretary of State's office without an appointment because I was going to use the kiosk. Turns out the kiosk could not perform my service. Hmm. The greeter saw me and asked me what the issue was, and I explained. And he said, hold on, we might have be able to work you in. And that's exactly what he did. took like two minutes. I went right up to the desk, and the clerk handled the process that the kiosk couldn't. And then I was out. That worked. <laughs> and there you go. That is what we want every resident to have, that type of experience where you're in and out, um, it's convenient, It's it's um, you're welcomed by the staff, and um, and your problem is solved. So I'm really glad to hear that feedback. That makes me very happy. Thank you. Yeah, Sandra, uh, again, thanks for the call. Let's go to John on the east side quickly before we have to break. John, what's on your mind? Uh, I, I got a comment and a question. Uh, I uh, was up for renewal for my driver's license uh late April. I uh, got all nervous because of the real ID and everything and all the talk. I called up at noon like they suggested, got an appointment for the very next day, went there. There was a greeter outside the door, negotiated me in there. I waited for one person, got out of there. They were wonderful up at Mac Alter, uh, very pleasant. And uh, so the last time I went over to Grand Boulevard across from the Fisher Theater and there was <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of people. And so uh, That's a busy it was a branch, totally different yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have a question about real ID. Can mm-hmm. I kayak over to Pesh Island in Canada with my real ID? Oh, yes. I, I, um, well, I, was, I thought you were going to ask when you needed a real ID because the <laughs> deadline has been extended until spring of 2023. Uh, but uh, your real ID is basically like a federal domestic ID. You still need a enhanced ID, uh, which you would need typically to go to, to Canada or a passport for international travel. 
Okay. Uh, but I'm glad, very glad you had a good experience under the new model. I think, again, you sort of lay out the difference between going into a, an office and sitting with, you know, waiting for hundreds to be served and uh, or, you know, simply being able to be seen right away uh, with the transaction uh, that you that you had. So just I, I think um, the, the biggest challenge right now in, in, in between the, the callers that we've heard and making sure everyone has that experience is just the number of appointments we have available. Mm-hmm. Truly, if we have an abundance of, of thoughts available, then people can, we do have a, sense, a, a situation then where people can walk up, they'll be greeted. And they'll likely be able to be seen right away or later that day uh, or the next day or, you know, soon after that. Uh, the only thing that stands in between us and, and that sort of successful, full, robust implementation uh, is a lot of the funding and investment we've asked for from the legislature. And we've mapped out how the that we've got a plan to get to 45,000 um, residents served or slots available every day. Uh, and once we get there, then people can have their pick of times when they go to the office, just as if there was a walk-in system. But when you do go up to an office, you know that you'd be seen right away as opposed to having to wait. Mm. Okay. Uh, Jocelyn Benson, Michigan Secretary of State. Always great to have you here uh, talking with me and with our listeners. Thanks so much for coming by. Thanks, Stephen. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to switch topics and take a look at how American cities could be at a turning point as mid-century highways begin to reach the end of their lifespans. Think of all the highways that carve up the city of Detroit. What would the city be like to live in if we had fewer of them? We're going to talk about that next. Stay with us for more Detroit Today.